Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the football podcast. We've got everybody, we're talking football games and predicting football games, talking about what's going on in the football world. Um, at the moment, the football podcast seem to be short, sweet, punchy podcasts. Um, nothing wrong with that, just, uh, you know, how are you, how are you finding it? What do you think? Tell you what, while you mull it over, why don't you like, share, subscribe and comment, drop reviews and share the podcast around. Best way to share something like this, word of mouth, all of that, gets the podcast shared around and uh, it's good for everybody involved. Right, let's get started. Here we go, this is CookieCast, football podcast. Well, that voice, ladies and gentlemen, tells you all you need to know. It's uh, it's the boys. Well, I suppose that was a girl, but the boys, they're back again for another week of football chatter. Um, yeah, we're here. I'm here. Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough on tap, as it were. But I'm not alone, ladies and gentlemen. Bringing the whole flavour to the party is Mr. Stuart Woodmansey. How are you, sir? Um, I am a right festive bastard, is the, uh, I think, appropriate... Oh, no, wait a minute. I'm absolutely not. So, yeah, I'm fine, though. Well, it would be the first time ever if, if he was, ladies and gentlemen. But, alas, he's out himself. So, that is clearly not the case. Bringing the Nottingham Forest flavour and a delicious... Adult beverage, it would seem. Is Mr. How are you, sir? I'm good. Yeah. Looks yeah. thick, juicy, and delicious. It looks. It looks like a Tahiti treat to the. Uh, yeah, the Tahiti treat of the Mashtang and uh, Vault City variety. Um, it's like it was, it was a shockingly thick. It kind of went oh thin, thin, thin. Oh, thick, thick treat at the end. And just bring in a small flavour of all three teams and his podcast, Empire Nature, to the party. He's the uh, the creator, the the don, if you will, of the CookieCast podcast empire. Mr Andrew Cook, how are you, sir? Very good. Sadly, from a news perspective, there is nothing Middlesbrough related to bring you at this particular time. I don't know if there's anything from either of the other two clubs. Um, nothing massive. There was, uh, as we mentioned on last week's pod, I have seen confirmation that the uh, Hull City manager did indeed attend what has now been billed as the greatest World Cup final of all time. Um do have to slightly agree with some of the comments I've heard on it and saying, yes, it was good, but can you bill it as the greatest when it ends in penalties? Um, so that, that debate will rage on for at least three and a half years. So we shall, uh, we shall, we shall get to that. But no, he did, in, did indeed attend with the owner. Looks like a good time was had by all. And uh, yeah, we'll be signing Messi in January then, yeah? No. Don't think so, but you never know. You could, uh, if 
let's put it this way: if it happens, if it happens, you know where you were at first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, no news then from uh, either of the three clubs. So we'll just jump straight in with the eighteen week eighteen predictions, which start which shows uh, start off in Lancashire, where Bar- uh, where not Barnsley, that's not Lancashire. Burnley took on Middlesbrough. This one was pretty dour in the first half by the sound of things. I uh, I was out doing festive shopping, shall we say. Um, so I was only able to catch the second half and uh, the second half started in a fairly decent manner for the, for the Borough. Um, after about five minutes, the, uh, the Burnley were in absolutely no danger whatsoever. I had a little throw on the... Uh, on the right-hand side, as it were, and then just decided to uh, play a long ball over the top back to their own keeper, which was ridiculously short. Duncan Watmore, the second-half substitute, uh, latched onto it and uh, just managed to keep his cool to slot past the keeper to give Middlesbrough the lead. And then that was the time that Zach Stefan decided that he was going to stop using his hands and uh, try to play in goal with just, um, just, just his knees. Or not even his feet. Um, Manuel Benson had a speculative shot from the edge of the box, which just evaded everybody and uh, and nestled its way safely in the uh, in, in the in the back in the back of the net. Um, he did the same again about five or six minutes later. Um, again, Zach Stefan absolutely nowhere near the ball, and uh, the uh, the misery was compounded. On the 70th minute, when uh, straight from a corner, Johnny Housen popped up, just head straight past his own goalkeeper to complete the uh, the turnaround, as it were, and capitulation for a 3-1 Burnley win. Sadly for Mr Andrew Cook, who selected a 2-0 Middlesbrough win with Fawes and Akpom to score the goals. That means no points right there for Mr Cook. However, for the three other souls of this podcast who selected a Burnley 2-1 win, that is a point right there for myself, Stu and Matt. Sadly, no goal scorers predicted across the selections there. So myself, Stu and Matt off the mark with a point each and the yet to score after week one, after week 18's first game. Our final game took us to Humberside, where Hull City took on Sunderland. And this one sounded like it might have had a little bit more than was going on in the first half at Burnley, Mr. Woodman. Uh, not in the first half, by all accounts. Um, I had, well, I turned, turned Sky Sports News on expecting to hear Jeff and obviously got Diet Jeff for the uh, for the afternoon and Simon Thomas. And uh, a very a very good job he did too, actually, I might say. But... Um, w- First part of that was having to wake Michael Dawson up at half time because that's how bad the first half was. Um, it was 20 years since Hull first played at the uh KCOM, was it? Well, KC Stadium, then the KCOM MKM Stadium now. Um, and it was indeed against Sunderland, um, as their opening game, and they played for the Ray Carter Trophy. And yes, they did wheel it out before the league match, which I was a little bit saddened by. But, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, nothing happened first half. And then the game sprung to life as if they'd had some sort of uh, telling off at half-time. 
City got a penalty within three minutes of the uh, the game restarting, which was duly missed by uh, top scorer Oscar Estepinion. Uh, rolled it past the right stick. Possibly up there in the top three worst penalties I've ever seen. Um, it, it was that bad, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, then a little bit more excitement occurred. Something I have never seen in football before happened in this game, or certainly not not in my sort of knowledge anyway, where uh, Embleton for Sunderland had a reckless challenge on Ryan Woods. It was close to the halfway line and he went in, studs first, almost almost in the groin, definitely in the midriff of Ryan Woods. And uh, both players went down. It's clearly a red card as he'd gone in studs first. However, with the force that he'd managed to jar himself, um, was sent off whilst being stretched off the pitch and took, obviously, no further part in anything, <laughs> whether that be walk, the walk down the tunnel, nothing. Um, City kind of saw that as an opportunity because they then seemed to turn it up a gear, went all out attack, and then, of course, they were caught on the break by 10 men. And Ross Stewart scored on the 74th minute. Just easy ball over the top, ran through, tucked it away quite neatly under the keeper. And then we had to rely on Ozan Tufan to spare the blushes eight minutes from time. So the game finished 1-1. So not a very entertaining first half at all. But the second half was action-packed. And we got a bit of value for money on Sky Sports News because there was about 10 minutes of injury time. So it was the only game they covered for uh, the last part of the uh, broadcast. So could have been worse. But yeah, point two points from the two games back after the uh, extended international break is probably about the minimum requirement, I would have thought. Mm. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. One thing I did miss from the Burnham Middlesbrough game was that um, Borough got given a penalty in the 90th minute and um, Burnley had a player sent off for handball on the line, which was the ball striking the bar. I saw that. It was, I saw, it was pretty embarrassing on the, uh, like, the referees and the assistants, to be fair, because it was no... It was nowhere near it. Not great. Oh, and obviously then Tuba decided to miss the penalty, so that was top on So, Hull City won, Sunderland won. Myself and Mr Andrew Cook had gone for 1-0 Hull City wins. Andy especially annoyed as he picked Estepinian to score. Zero points there. Stu had gone for the ever-optimistic 1-0 away win with Evans to score. No points there. Matthew Moore, however, saw this one in his crystal ball. One, one draw. Two points right there for Mr. Moore. Sadly, no, no points for scorers as he had Longman and Diallo to score the goals. So, sadly, Andy for 18, uh, week 18 gets no points, sadly. Let's see if he can do better in week 19. Myself and Stu... End the week on one solitary point, but taking the week with three points. Congratulations to Mr. Matthew Moore. Well done, sir. So, it is the festive period. And with the festive period comes a large number of games. Week 19's predictions, therefore, will start with a Carabao Cup tie between Blackburn Rovers and Nottingham Forest. And we will continue from there. So, 
It's Mr. Moe's team. He will go last. I'll jump in first as I've got mine nicely written down in the book here. I've gone for a 2-1 Nottingham Forest win. Old boy rule. Very much in effect in this game. So, scoring the goal for Blackburn Rovers, I've gone for Ben Brereton. Pause. Oh, no, sorry, that's just his name. So, we'll end there. Um, the two goals for Nottingham Forest will be scored by Sam Surridge and Emmanuel Dennis. Mr. Cook, what would you uh, what would you like to put down for this particular game? I like what you've gone with there. I'm, I'm a fan of what you've gone with there. Just chalk off that Blackburn goal. Um, keep Dennis as one of the scorers, but put my favourite in because uh, he's going to need to get some goals soon. So uh, Johnson for me to get the other one for Forest, please. Johnson. Dennis. Stu? I have gone for a 1-0 Nottingham Forest win with Johnson to stick it to them. So I uh, feel like I crossed over into the uh, euphemism highway there for a second. Mr. Moore, your team, tell us how it's going to go down. I've gone for a two-all draw and Forrest to win it on penalties. <clears throat> Ooh, is this one of the competitions where it's like insta-penners as well? Oh, straight into penalties, yeah. I think. Scorers? Uh, I've gone for Ben Brereton Diaz with a pair. Who's that? Is that a new signing? That is the it's the man who plays for uh, Blackburn. It says it on the back of his shirt, all of it. <laughs> uh, did and you then I've got twice. Yes. Yep. And then I've got Denison Surridge to score for Forest. Uh, he liked what I was putting down there. You see, I could see on his face that. You'd absolutely pissed on his chips when you'd. Uh, uh, yeah, I did. I did see some. Uh, I did see some flailing of hands when I uh, gave my prediction. So, um, I uh, I won't ask you to name your penalty takers, misses, and scorers. Yeah, that's He's got all written down. <laughs> so that is our first game of week nineteen. Our last two games. Sorry, our last three games take us to two Boxing Day fixtures and one day after Boxing Day fixture because everyone knows the best time to play is the day after Boxing Day because that's when everyone likes to go and watch football. So our first of our Boxing Day fixtures takes us back to Humberside where Hull City will take on Blackpool. Mm. As it's Mr. Woodman's team, he will, of course, go last. Um, Andy, what have you got for this one? It's a whole 1 0 win. Oh, yeah. Estupinian, just go. Now, I'm uh, I'm glad that I asked Mr. Cook to go first here, as I now don't need to give you my prediction for this game, as I have got the exact same score and scorer written in this very book here. Mr. Boer. I've got exactly what you guys have got for Hull. But Black, Blackpool are going to score one as well with Medi. <sighs> one all draw. Uh, sorry, who was your goal scorer for Blackpool? Medine. Oh, Gary Medine. Apparently, 
heard on the grapevine through certain YouTubers that he is a goal machine. Go on, Stu. How's it going? <clears throat> if we if we turn into the Preston of the second half of the season, bloody drawing every game after the war, I will be furious. However, I don't have us down to draw, and it is a game I will be in attendance at as well. So um I have gone for optimistically for me a whole two one win. Wow. Scorers. Uh Estepinion to put him back on level pegging after ballsing that penalty up last week. And a possibly new name to the podcast, but not new name to the uh the team sheet. We haven't put Ryan Woods down for a goal for a very long time, if at all. So I've gone for a Ryan Woods goal. The lesser spotted Ryan Woods goal. Um, and for Blackpool, I've gone for Carey. Christmas game, Grinch, felt right. <laughs> Very nice. Our second Boxing Day fixture takes us up to Teesside for Middlesbrough versus Wigan Athletic. My team, I will go last. Let's go back to Mr Woodmansey for his prediction. Okay, so Wigan have got, in theory, that new manager bounce. I think Burroughs is still going to last outlast that new manager bounce. Um, and when I say new manager bounce, I don't mean the stupid dance that they do for Colo Tour. Uh, but I've gone for a Middlesbrough 3, Wigan 1 result. Interesting. Your goal scorers, please. Uh, Crooks and two for Tubes. Uh, yeah. And uh, the the solitary Wigan goal can go to ex Hull boy Keane. Mister Moore, I have gone for a Borough two one win. Uh, Akpom and fours, and I've also got Keane to score for Wigan. Interesting, Mister Cook. One else, Borough. And uh, Chuba. Chuba. Now, you see, ladies and gentlemen, that is the content you come for. That precise, to the T, exquisite stuff. Uh, I have gone for the optimistic 3-0 scoreline to the Borough. Akpom, 2, Force, 1. Happy days. Happy Boxing Day. Thank you very much. We move to the day after Boxing Day. Again, don't really know why. Uh, for Manchester United versus Nottingham Forest. It's Mr Moore's team. It's his second game of the week. So he will go last with this week's last prediction. I'll jump in here. Sadly, I have gone for a Manchester United 2-0 win with Rashford and Anthony to score the goals. Mr. Cook. The um the the seven-year-old that owned a full Man United kit is about to die. Uh, as it's uh, it's a one-nil to Forest, I'm afraid. Uh Taylor to score. Now, no. is he actually in the squad? Not Listen. even in the 25-man squad. L- then then Forest needs to sort their website out. He's still part of the he's still part of the team. He's just not part of the twenty five man squad that can play in the Premier League. <laughs> so he could play. He could play on uh, Wednesday. <clears throat> this is a disgrace. 
It's gonna have to be it's gonna have to be Johnson then, isn't it? It's the only other person that could possibly score a goal. Uh Stu. Uh, again, unfortunately, I have agreed with you on 75% of your prediction, and I've gone for Manchester United 2 0. Well, I guess maybe 66%. Who knows? It's not like I work with figures. I've gone for Rashford and Casemiro for the other. Oh, well. Go on then, Mr. Moore, to round us out for the pre-Christmas edition of the CookieCast football podcast. I have gone for a 3-1 Man United win. Uh, Rashford, Anthony, and Ronaldo. Ah, no, he's not there anymore. Hey, uh, Bruno Fernandes. (laughs) (laughs) The other Ronaldo, the other Ronaldo, it's fine. Oh, the hilarious, hilarious japes that we have on this show. Uh, Your Northern Forest goal scorer. Old boy rule. Gay Lings. Oh, dear God. That, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to the end of another short but sweet week 19 predictions, week 18 roundup of the Cookie Cast Podcast Football Network. Uh, all those words, you might have to rearrange some of them because I've got them in the wrong order. Don't, don't take it out of me. I've got a horrendous head cold and my nose won't stop dripping. Mmm, <laughs> content. Delicious, delicious content. Mm. <laughs> that doesn't mean you want to come back for the result. I, I'll tell you something. If, if it done, I, I mean, nothing, nothing will. Nothing will, ladies and gentlemen. So, all that's left for me to do is thank these three gentlemen for joining me this week to uh, take you through last week's games and predict next week's games uh, and uh, just to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, um, other festive period, nativity stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's other. I'm sure there's other festivals and and whatnot going on right now. So whatever you celebrate, if you celebrate at all, have a lovely time. Eat some lovely food. Drink some delicious beers like Mr. Moore's doing right now. And all, all in all, just, just have yourselves a lovely time. And join us next week, where we'll break down some more games for you. And maybe some more predictions. And who knows, Stu might even smile. No. I will smile next week, because then it will be over. Well, well, if that doesn't, if, and if that doesn't entice you back, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what will. So, thank you once again, and we will see you all next week. So there we go, what do you think to that? Short, sweet, but to the point. I think we can all agree that's what we're here for. Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop reviews, share the podcast around. And if you're in the mood for a website, check out ours. It's thecookiecast.com. There you'll find social media links and an email button for you to get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then.